0: Hello <laughs> 2 2 Hello 2 2 Industry Chat. Industry Chat.
1: Industry Chat.
0: <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome back to Industry Tactics. I'm your loyal host Friendly Rich and thank you for the kind words on that last episode with Homer Flynn. Wasn't that fun? Well, on the podcast today none other than Montreal's own uh, Vicky Metler aka Kiaville we get into uh, there's a new release coming up later this month from her uh, that we've been a highly anticipated new release so uh, we get into her new record and artistic practice enjoy this episode number 146 my conversation with Kiaville. Mm-hmm. so get get as controversial as you want
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's uh, it's dangerous
0: yeah i know it really is it really is uh you'd be surprised what i've had to edit out um (laughs) welcome welcome to episode number what is this 146 of industry tactics we're here she's chiming in all the way from montreal quebec uh Vicky Mettler, otherwise known as the artist Key Avil. Did I pronounce it right? Key Avil.
2: Um, I pronounce it Keaville.
0: Kiaville. So, like, yeah, like like uh, <laughs> like, uh, like uh like uh Kia, like a uh, like a uh, like a like Hyundai. Uh-huh.
2: Kind of, I guess so. All
0: right, that's how I want to remember it. Not associated.
2: Not not associated. Not but,
0: not sponsored yes. by by the uh, the uh, the not. automobile. But yeah, welcome Kiaville. I'm a huge fan of what you do. You've been on my Thank list you. for a while, so it's it's really great to have you here. Um, what does that name Mean? What does Kiaville
2: mean? Um, it's I was trying to when I tried to come up with a name. I was trying to find something that. Uh, didn't exist really and um Nice. The um, a key is Vicky. And um a ville doesn't really mean anything.
0: Love it. it, just sounds love good.
2: it. <laughs> and if you google a, it, there's nothing No,
0: so. no. Silly question to get started. Fuck. I'm I'm rusty. <laughs> Pardon my French. Pardon my no French.
2: I feel like I, I have to answer that one a lot, so it's, yeah, it's, it's all yeah. good.
0: Alright, so the key is from Vicky. And it's Avil is just uh, n- next question. Now you're you you're, you're tuning in to the podcast here from Montreal. Um, we're on the we're on the cusp of a new record. Your first, by the way, coming out in March. Yep. Called Crease. Um, how? Maybe we'll just start with how the last couple of years have been for you. Um and uh, and leading up to this new record, how how has it been? Uh, the, I know the pandemic's been really hard on everybody, but um, how have you been yeah. faring?
2: Um, I've been, I've been doing okay. I mean, I've been really. When the pandemic started, I was just finishing the mixing. Okay. So um, the album was basically finished. So I was. You know, then it was kind of finding a label. And, um, and I just kind of focused on other things. So I started doing, you know, um, we started a series here, a video series. And so I kind of like stepped away from music in a way. Wow. So I was kind of just um, doing other things.
0: What, 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 is now, the vid- what is the video series? I thought I saw something about it uh, run from a studio that i think you're sharing with others is that right did i get that right
2: yeah exactly okay it's a studio that we we run um it's actually um yeah it's a, so we, yeah we just started, we just started throwing bands montreal France, and uh it just yeah it, it's just it's kind of what i, I focused focused on for a little bit and then you know there's the mastering of the album and mm-hmm. Preparing mm-hmm. the artwork and just like that kind of thing that so I had. Um,
0: okay. I thought it might have been just, a, a pandemic record, but it's not. Eh? I mean, e- evidently all of it is. But uh, but you had <laughs> finished you had finished recording it prior to the pandemic starting. Then, eh?
2: Yeah, exactly. Like it was okay. finished. Uh, yeah, we, we were just mixing as as the, the the lockdowns were starting in March 2020.
0: Okay. It takes exactly. it, it takes a long time to put a record out, doesn't it? <laughs>
2: It does. It does. It was like Yeah, it took care it. two years, almost exactly two years.
0: Have you been? Have you been kind of sitting on it for a while, or have you felt that this has allowed you sufficient time to put it out right? You mentioned a label you've you've connected with. I, I think it's Constellation, right? To put this out. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's great. How did you? Um, in this podcast is industry tactics. You seem to do a really great job independently of, of hustling and doing your thing. How did you manage to to uh, to make that happen with Constellation to uh, to line that up?
2: Um, you know, I have I have uh, mutual friends with the with the owners, and um, they I think they they definitely helped to. Um, have it heard, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. This is all speculation, but um, I mean, I sent them, uh, you know, I sent them the, the music.
0: Okay. Um, and the a, music. a long sp- time ago. The music spoke for itself. Did they get back with um, with positive, I mean, you know, uh, energy?
2: Yeah. I mean, it, it takes a while, that step, you know? Yes. It takes a while. So it's like, it's not immediate. And I had sent them a demo before it was even mixed, mm-hmm. but I. Almost re-recorded entirely, um, so it, it was definitely a process.
0: Yeah, it sounded like as I was reading about the two. We're going to listen to some of it in a minute, but uh, the first single, "See My Shadow," it sounded like you, that was a a long while in the process that that making that making that tune, eh?
2: Yeah, yeah. Why do you say that?
0: So, so you you what you 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 re-recorded
2: it? Yeah, well, a lot of it was, was, um, yeah, See My Shadow was actually originally a song that I had started for the EP. I
1: don't
2: know if I released an EP in 2018. Mm -hmm. So that was like one of the last songs I composed for the EP that, well, a very, very basic form of it that kind of never made it on. And then I just refreshed it for the, for the album. Okay. And then we, we, basically we recorded all the vocals many times. Oh wow. <laughs> on wow. a lot of the songs. So Great. Yeah, it was just kind of like learning. Um I work with uh um so it was the person I work with at the studio too, Zach Scholes. And okay. so we worked on the record and he was uh helping to produce it and you know, just bringing different ideas and approaches that I wouldn't have considered. Yeah. So it's a, it's a discovery process, and it's the first album, so I, I took my time. Definitely.
0: Yep, yep, yeah. Um, how how long have you known Zach, and and how has that relationship kind of unfolded?
2: Um. Well, Zach, I've known him for many years. Like we used to go to school together. Oh wow! And he's my par- my partner also. Amazing! Amazing! So, so we we work together and. Uh, Love it. And, you know, yeah, and, it's and, a. It's, uh,
0: well when you mentioned this studio is that the same studio where you're doing these video productions yes okay exactly. okay okay so it sounds yeah, like so a we, lovely creative space
2: yeah yeah it's uh, it's definitely uh i mean it's now it's actually closing down we are closing down the studio this this month oh no um and then we're gonna we're gonna con- continue but just in a different way Okay. More like mobile recordings and stuff like that fun yeah yeah so things are changing but you know yeah the better sometimes
0: that's it good attitude good spirit let's listen <laughs> let's listen to um see my shadow can you can you um set this tune up because it's uh it's beautifully strange and i i love it um I uh, I have a hard time understanding what's going on maybe lyrically and maybe I don't need to know but um yeah can you can you talk a little bit about about the tune before we play it
2: um for see my shadow um I have I have a really hard time <laughs> with those yeah. kinds of uh, um uh, uh ex- explanations it yes is, it yes. just changes so much you know
0: Okay, so it's kind of like my silly question to kick off the interview. What does Kiavil mean? I don't want you to explain it. Here it comes now. See my shadow. Enjoy. Yeah, that was a silly question. I'm hitting, I'm peppering you with silly questions.
2: <laughs> it wasn't a silly question. I think, uh, I think you're just, uh, I just, it's just something that's hard to explain. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't want to get too literal with you. I just want to go natural here. I want to talk about your work. What inspires it? What kind of themes are are hovering around it? Um, it's very, to me, when I listen, I hear it's like haunting. It's very moving. Um, just, I love it. I lo- I've seen your live show a couple of times and it just, it's very, uh, I, I it just resonates with me. I, I love your approach both live and on record now. So, um, wonder if you could speak a little bit about that, about where the inspiration come fr- comes from and how you bring it to life.
2: Um, for, for Kira, um, I guess it was. Initially, like, I, I did a lot of improvised music. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so it was kind of my attempt to write songs, really, at, at its basic core. is just how would you write a song? Okay. <laughs> and, okay. Um, and that's how it started. And, like, with no kind of... I didn't give it any, you know, expectations or anything yeah. like that. And I just kind of... Um, I kind of use a lot of, it, I guess, the, the writing composition style is a lot based on uh, improvisation in in, in a way because a lot of the first ideas that i record or end up on on the record Mm -hmm. um so i don't really tweak them too much like i don't i don't i kind of approach it as like any idea is a good idea Mm -hmm. if you kind of sculpt it enough
1: yeah yeah
2: so i don't uh, so i guess that's that's kind of like where it comes from improv i just like i improvise lines and then i add stuff and then i
0: Okay.
2: I kind of I build and I don't question too much ah. in the moment.
0: Uh, very. And in the moment here, I'll follow up with this question. Then, where how how did you get into kind of finding your musical voice? Um, walk us back a little bit in terms of maybe what your music education was or wasn't, and and how that still plays a role today in your uh, in your exploration as an artist.
2: Yeah, I think like it's, um, I think the biggest like changes were like discovering, uh, yeah, impro- improvisation really. Like uh, for me, it's like a clear cut between everything that came before and after and just like, like playing with people in Montreal. Like I was playing a lot, like just shows and just improvising every week. I had a few bands that were, you know, half half improvised and half trying to write songs and okay and um it's uh yeah just like that kind of music like that kind of approach is what changed um changed my view of music the approach of you can do anything and there there are no expect the the expectation is that you try something new Mm -hmm. Uh, i was never good at like learning scales and like
1: mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. even learning covers and stuff like i don't i don't actually know any covers like i don't know any other songs and my songs
0: oh yeah um, wow
2: wow I just, that's great I just, it's really hard <laughs> so, yeah it's hard i guess for me to learn that stuff i don't know i
0: who are who, yeah uh, improvisations who, who are some of the people that you you mentioned other bands and kind of who are some of your people in your in your clique or your musical family out in montreal right now or through
2: Um, the years yeah so like uh, someone that I I started mostly improvising with was uh, Raphael Foisy he's a he's a bass player okay uh, well bass player and uh, bass uh, you know he plays a lot with objects and stuff like that uh, fun fun very creative (laughs) yeah uh, yeah love it love it I was definitely playing with him like we we played uh, you know in in a band and we we turned all the way out west once a long time a while ago with this improv band and um,
0: what was the name of that the, band?
2: it's called The Brick Trio
0: The Brick Trio yeah love it and
2: um, and you know I, I mostly mostly him is a huge part of, of that and, and you know there's obviously a lot of other people like um, I played with uh, in a quartet with Mark Molnar and Bennett Badukin and Craig Peterson for mm-hmm. a little bit mm-hmm um which has okay. also a huge learning experience, and they're all you know amazing people and musicians so we we we're all we're all same touch still uh, we we live in different cities so
0: okay. I I, lo- yeah, I love I love this. A lot, a
2: lot of people. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, it's not ni- it's nice to hear and to try to connect the dots with some of it, you know. And I I love how you is that kind of what you attest to finding your musical voice? Like what were your musical chops like growing up? Were you did you oh, take lessons? Uh how did that how did that shape up?
2: No, I didn't Okay, really. good. Good. I, I I played really late in my life, like I would say like you know, I, I was always uh, dabbling, and then I, mm-hmm. I really picked up in my early twenties.
0: Okay, but th- those are the lessons, right? I, I think formal exactly, or, yeah. or, or informal. I think this. You talk about this weekly rigor of getting involved in the improv scene in Montreal and 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 playing and touring and all of that. That's um, that's a huge, that's a form of intelligence there, right? And I, I think you've really honed it uh, in your practice. Um, mm-hmm. when did you start when did you pick up the guitar and start messing around with looping pedals and and all of that
2: um that was after um basically the band broke up so i I started wanting to do solo work mm-hmm. so that was probably in uh, twenty seventeen like so okay
0: okay so relatively relatively recently you you, you i think I saw you open for Mark Ribot in Toronto and it was uh it was yeah it was you with with some effects and and yeah. you it was incredible that that must have been around 2019 2018 2019 ah, so so you yeah, were not yeah, yeah. you weren't at it for that long at that point hey No
2: no no I think the That's I think impressive. I felt the EP in 2018 and okay. I must have started in 2016 I think and okay. started playing in 2017
0: Okay so anyway, wow. yeah Wow, that's but, nice.
2: Uh, I was I was definitely and, and still I, I do practice a lot, <laughs> and I was really into like those kinds of like yeah tra- trans- how to translate those uh those recordings in a way that
0: oh my god was
2: live and responsive. You know, sometimes with loops it's hard and backing tracks. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. That's an art form. It's really hard to do. I like I really. That's what I appreciated most about what you brought was that it wasn't that um, you can almost satirize it. Hey. It, what do you mean? Um fuck. I, I,
2: like, uh, I don't
0: know I don't know what I mean, but you can almost satirize the um the solo musician with a looping pedal, you know? It's uh <laughs> here I am. Here I am, here I am. I fuck, I can't do it now because I don't have a looping pedal, but you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, yeah. and then you you know, you loop a couple of uh on top of that and then oh come on, stop it already, right? Well
2: yeah, it's it's its own thing but I, I kinda <laughs> i i mean i think that i never composed with uh with the loop the looper okay so it was always a tool of how to reproduce a recording there we go so that in that way it was easy to not fall into those you know those um oh
0: okay so I wasn't were, very, you, it was were, just a tool you were kind of using so you you go into a, a show like that like that set that i saw when you opened for Ribot. you you uh you would have done it. You would have had things pre-loaded onto the machine. You weren't starting from scratch, yeah?
2: Oh no, all the loops were from scratch. But I mean, um, I mean, it, wow. was, it, was com- it was it was it was it was a means to reproduce the re- the song how it was recorded, and it wasn't okay. like composed with a looper. You know what I mean?
0: Okay, okay, was, yes, yes, yeah. It yeah, was
2: just it. like a tool to 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 reproduce. Um, it, so, so I feel like it, you know. I've tried to compose with Hoovers and stuff, and I feel like that's when I would fall into those yeah those structures that are yeah, those yeah. moving structures. That,
0: no, that I, I honestly, yeah, I, been, I thought I was super impressed to the point that I, 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 yeah, I didn't realize that all of that was created on the fly. It sounded very, it was very cool. Um, yeah,
2: it's like a, it's all midi synced, you know. That's a <laughs> that's a trick. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. everything was. Uh, but now it's like I, I, I've moved away from that setup. Oh I, yeah, I don't do that anymore. Yeah.
0: Oh, so what's what's your live show feeling like these days? As as we emerge from this pandemic.
2: Well, I guess that's what I'm figuring out right now. Okay,
0: oh, that's an <laughs> yeah, exciting moment.
2: hmm Yeah, um, The new songs are definitely like harder to yes. to produce uh, with loopers and stuff like that because right. It's, yeah, it's uh, so. So I'm, I'm definitely figuring out a way, and I'm going to start to working with a drummer.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: So maybe do dual uh dual setups and that's gonna ah. be cool.
3: The emptiness.
0: It's really fun i love i love the approach i love how you're it seems like it's constantly moving with you you know the um mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's that's got to feel that's got to feel exciting as a creative to to uh reimagine what, what what that sound is like do you look at it like an opportunity or like it's uh it's is it daunting at times
2: oh definitely i mean
0: you know like everything yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. it can always be daunting um Mm-hmm. Some parts of it, some parts like learning the songs. It's, mm-hmm. it's a lot of practicing, and you know, mm-hmm. it's not daunting, mm-hmm. but it's it's work. It's, it's not work always too. creative. It's yeah, sometimes yeah. it's work. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah but it's yeah.
2: fun, and and um, mm-hmm. I think the goal is to find a way that to play the music in a way that I'll be happy with for mm-hmm. you know for the next little while, or that so I just have like a, a base from which it can grow mm-hmm. live, like a very solid base. And um and I, I kind of was a bit tired of the complexity of the other setup. Oh, okay. Like I found like it was very complex and Yeah. And and just like that was taking a lot
0: yeah. out yeah. of
2: the performance in a way.
0: Well I I, so I thought, I'm trying to Yeah, yeah. go ahead, sorry.
2: Oh, I'm just trying to simplify it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I know I was gonna say I, I thought I thought that night uh, where you opened for Mark Rebo was extra special because I think um he, you know, two two very different interesting approaches to the guitar, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: y- y- yeah, and yours was com- yours was complex and had this big. Uh, it had a very big tech setup, from what I recall, right? It just, yeah, I, I can I, I hear what you're saying on that front. Big pedal and, board, yeah. and, and then and then he he uh, <laughs> he played after you with with right, just <laughs> just an acoustic, right? And, exactly. And, and it was magical. Both were, were really, it was, uh, well, that's Tad Michalak at work. Um, in terms of uh, curating a night, that was really well thought for me. That felt really, really nice to have you and followed by him. It was really, re- really something.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was actually a great thing because I, it was. I did two other shows with Mark Ribot. And uh, he okay. was, he's, all, he's been like a huge influence Amazing for me. And so yeah. it was really, it was really special. Oh wow um, that those, those three days
0: That's so yeah nice. it was uh
2: yeah, seeing him is uh he's very inspiring,
0: oh wasn't it yeah yeah always <laughs> um always so so okay um we we just heard see my shadow um this this record, I'm very excited for you, i think it's um it seems like it was a long time coming um where do you want to go with it now like what's your artistic like what do you think over the next few years what's the trajectory um as you kind of embark in a month on on putting this out on march the 11th it comes out so mm-hmm. what are your hopes and dreams for it
2: um you know it's as simple as uh just having people hear it yeah. as many people as possible just having having it heard and I think that's the next step for for the record is to just not be in my mind mm-hmm. alone. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you know, I'm I'm also working on other like visual ideas and trying to create a kind of visual world world for it. Okay. Um through, you know, maybe trying trying to do installations or okay. um like different kinds of videos and stuff like that so well the the, the
0: video oh my god the um hey gentle listeners just go go here go to <laughs> key, keyavil.com uh put put a little something on your tongue and just sit down for an hour and stare at the moving waves and the imagery on that website, keyavil.com as we prepare for the release of priest Um is that what you're kind of talking about? Like that surreal um imagery that's obviously peppered on, on the record and on that on that first uh See My Shadows video. Um mm-hmm. Is that are you like right in the mix there in terms of cr- the creating these visuals?
2: Uh th- th- those were already, you know, this this uh this is yeah, this is already kind of well they're done. obviously, because it was in October, but I mean like um yeah, yeah. it definitely stems from that, from those ideas and you know kind of like always melding the, the strange but with the uh, mm-hmm. some more familiar aspects I guess or in a different context and just, Yes.
0: Yeah definitely definitely the interest yeah oh it's 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 beautiful it's 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 really something um and i love that i love the fact that you're it sounds to me like you're um you're you're one of those creative spirits reminds me a a lot of um maylee todd in terms of uh you can't really peg it as um just music like it sounds like it's you're very interested in all of the the art forms right and um Meili, go back and listen, gentle listeners, to episode forty-five. Meili Todd, who was on the podcast many moons ago, a hundred episodes ago, um, but uh-huh. but uh, but but this is this is the concept, right? Like she's doing a lot of work in VR and with yep. mapping, image mapping, and all of this stuff. Like it's, it does that excite you as well?
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's a, you know, there's a bunch of different mediums. Mm-hmm. obviously I, I work with people who are definitely you know I, it's, I I sometimes i have ideas but i don't have the technical knowledge mm-hmm. to to make them happen so i don't know i'm I'm also collaborating more with people now and that's been really nice to to um see what, what other people see also nice and they when to hear the music and stuff like that and
0: yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah it's, it's definitely you know vr there's a uh, ar and uh yeah, yeah. Installations in the works, but mm-hmm. it's all very, very at the early stage. So
0: okay, okay.
2: Hard to. Uh, that's hopefully, hopefully, like that's that stuff takes so long too. Oh yeah. So, yeah. so it's like another couple of years.
0: But 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 it, but you mentioned it. It living in the same world as Crease. So is that a yeah. goal that you would wrap that that Kreese would have this afterlife, not only of touring but also of imagining uh more visual um treatments of the music
2: yeah i think so i think it's possible and, and you know it's a it's another entire world to explore
1: yeah yeah
2: so it's kind of I, and i I really i really was not thinking of the visuals as i was making the music mm-hmm, even mm-hmm. the artwork or anything so it's like very new and i think uh could be could be cool yeah do.
0: nice yeah I yeah. wonder I wonder about that right is like is is I don't know. Like, it's, it's interesting. We talk, I've been talking with many people about just like how to release music in 2022, you know? And it, it sounds like a little bit like you're touching on that. Like, it's, yes, there's the product of Crease. It comes out March 11th. Go to keyaville.com, you know? But there's also the afterlife of like what it could possibly turn into and, and, and develop into. Um, sounds like it's also leading you to like new artistic relationships with, with other cre- creatives and making those connections, um, sure. yeah. Uh, I think you, it's a,
2: yeah.
0: Go ahead, go ahead. There's no question. Like there. A, Just...
2: Yeah, it's like a like uh, yeah. Some, somehow, like an album, it's put out and then it's you're meant to tour it, and yeah. then go, write the next one. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like, and that's that's totally fine, and that's probably what I'm going to do as well. But yeah, yeah, yeah. There is other. I feel like there is there there's just there's a lot more there to be yeah. to be to be explored that's uh, mm-hmm. maybe before the you know, it's it takes me so long to work on anything, so Yeah. Maybe something else before the next record and you know, just yeah. different ways to think about stuff.
0: Yeah, how do not, you... not... <laughs> Go ahead, sorry
2: there's no real answer on how to release music (laughs) well that's it right that's it
0: um who i was going to ask on your end who helps guide you on that end do you are you have management or or who who are your some of the people that you confide in to help map out logically those next steps in your career
2: um um like logistically or,
0: or or artistically, like just because it's you could go all over the place with this, right? You mentioned AI, AI, and VR, and all of the above, right? And touring, and just like there's a there's a lot there, right? Who helps? Yeah. Um, who helps you kind of line that up so that you you can do it all, just not all at the same time, in a way to to yeah. to, to, to do it in a way that's kind of thoughtful and effective.
2: Yeah, I work with, uh, well, yeah, as you mentioned, like, Amelie Malissa, who's my manager.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: So she, she she helps me kind of, um, yeah, just figure out, you know, best approaches um, mm-hmm. to all these ideas that uh, I think can all be done and maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> so yeah, sometimes it's yeah, it had to yeah. be like, okay, um, when do we do what? And it's also like, mm-hmm. I also do a lot of it, like, you know, in a... In a um just imagining um you know trying to find funding like all that stuff like i, I yeah, definitely yeah i definitely it's definitely a lot of a lot of work
0: okay yeah i was gonna so i was gonna ask you i was gonna ask you that too is like how do you find the juggle of sustaining yourself as an artist in 2022 in like is how do you, how do you make it work
2: um you know i work as a i do a lot of little work on the side mm-hmm. like I started doing like video edits and you know just like con- contract work uh not not really related to music mm-hmm. um and then i you know I used to work in a bar in a venue mm-hmm. and since then you know i definitely i received some funding last year which really helped me to um Yeah, just take some time and research stuff and you know, I don't I don't lead an expensive life, so that helps.
0: Yes. Yes.
2: Yeah. (laughs) That's a trick.
0: It is a trick. It is a trick. Um Mm You know, it's it's uh, it, it. There are so many different ways to do this, and I'm interested in that, and kind of unpacking that with people because I think we all do it in our own special way, you know. And and it's, it's like whatever you're most comfortable with and and can be sustainable. I think that's like the key, right? That and and it leads to you oh, being a happy artist, right? A happy human. Exactly.
2: But um, you know, like there's like little 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 revenue from many little things. I think it's kind of my trick. Yeah. <laughs> but um definitely definitely the granting system in Canada has been very very helpful in the past yeah. two years.
0: Yeah, yeah. Good to hear. Good to hear. <laughs> Um, so, are you are you are you planning a big tour for Greece? Like, what what are your plans on that end? How is that shaping up?
2: Um, I mean, touring is still I, I I would say the complicated the most complicated aspect. Yes, <laughs> right, right now, now because now. of COVID. Yeah. yeah,
0: right, right, right.
2: So I, I am I'm hoping to go to Europe in May.
0: Okay, and so Europe uh, in May. Okay, okay.
2: Shaping up, yeah. and then maybe Canada yeah. in in June. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. probably more year after the summer, in the fall. Okay. So,
0: okay. Okay. Yeah. So that, that's that's significant. Um, it does it, it. It packs pretty light. Your show, I assume, if it's is, is if it's going to be you and, uh, solo or with a drummer.
2: Um. Yeah. Exactly. It's a. Uh, yeah. It's the, with the with the drumming. Uh, I'm the drummer. I'm not. I'm not sure what the setup will be yet. So. Hmm.
1: Hmm hopefully to back
2: lines yeah. and yeah hopefully yeah. hopefully light tour definitely cool but uh um,
1: cool.
2: I, I had when i when i toured in europe i, I did a very small tour and it was solo mm-hmm. and uh, i did it by you know train and stuff like that mm-hmm. um but yeah i don't know with a band it's just like yeah it's definitely a new logis- logistic problems that i have to yeah yeah figure out <laughs> touring yeah. with the yeah. Other people, so it's oh, exciting, yeah.
0: but yeah, it, it but but exactly, exactly. I hear you,
2: different things to consider. Yeah,
0: um, what's your what I we, we don't know much about you, I don't. Um, how how what was your path like to, to get to this career? How was how was it growing up in Montreal like for you?
2: Um, um, you know. I don't know if I grew up with this career, or if uh, I somehow stumbled upon it, or if it's more, uh, if or if it even is a career. Mm -hmm. Either way, um,
0: yeah, nice. It's kind of
2: what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's something that I found that I like to do, and I, you know, I always worked. I always worked as I said, you know, in in restaurants and bars, and Mm -hmm. I never really. I never really, you know, thought of it as a a way to survive or anything like that. And I still don't really, because I I really try not to take those, you know. As I said, I I was lucky last year and it helped me to be able to focus on stuff. But it's not stuff that I can rely on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I kind of expect at any minute that I can and and will most likely go back to, um, you know, working more regularly and less on my self employed stuff um, yeah. so i don't know yeah. i don't i don't know it's like is it a career i don't know it's it's, it's what I'm doing yeah yeah
0: and, uh, yeah yeah I, I know I like that, that, that's so. that's fair i mean I, I i what led you to falling in love with um, this community sense that I get from you of all of these different musicians that you got to know and help you find your musical voice. Like, what what led you there in terms of coming up in Montreal? And 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 I don't know. I'm just interested in in uh, in your early years that led you to this point.
2: Um, I mean, I guess I met the right people. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess that's that's the trick. I, I kind of I have a few close friends, mm-hmm. and I don't. You know, I I'm also you know i i just found like the right people to be creative with and to also just hang out with Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and uh it was i don't know i'm not i'm not sure i'm not sure how to answer that it just kind of happens
0: is it is it a pretty pretty tight-knit community like do you still feel very um close with those that group of friends
2: yeah yeah totally yeah yeah, yeah i definitely have uh a, a, like i don't i i definitely have uh you know, those people like that i i started playing with a lot early on like it definitely stayed really important yeah um you know we're still we're still very close and, oh, nice. but it's it's like you know montreal is also um i feel like in a way it's small you know right it, you you people know each other and you know from mm-hmm. working at the bar and playing shows and stuff, it's like, mm-hmm. um, you definitely get to to meet a community already that's already its own. Yeah, you know? yeah.
0: So, yeah, yeah. What? So what, are some, what are some of the, the the venues that you f- would go to regularly?
2: Um, uh, like Casa da Pau is a
0: mm-hmm.
2: it's one of the main ones. You know those uh those Swanny, hmm Um venues like uh with Salarosa, they used to be Levitrola. Like yeah. yeah. Those were my main okay venues and um
0: Great, great.
2: You know, there was like a like RAF was running a more DIY venue, house for a few years and uh La some, some more some more like loft spaces.
0: Yeah, um, our 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 venues, um how has the pandemic been for venues? Have we have you? Has Montreal lost a few venues, or are they managing to stick it out?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's it's. it's I tough, think we right? have. It's yeah, yeah definitely. Cause that's yeah. another thing that I, I yeah. can't even understand. Like uh, trying to stay afloat now right. with that. If you have a, right. but yeah, I think I think things will definitely have changed. Yeah. Before yeah. and after. Yeah, and yeah. we'll find out how hard it's yeah yeah um, eventually. So
0: yeah, it's it's, it's 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 kind of remarkable what we're living through in in so many facets. But the, that's one of them that I think we're all very interested in and in, and paying close attention to, right? Just how how everyone's doing and managing to survive. I, I agree with you. I can't I can't fathom how they're making ends meet on that end. You know, it's
2: and what about Toronto?
0: Ah, same there's been uh yeah. there's you know there there has certainly been it's kind of like um we're going to visit it and just see what's what's left in a lot of ways not to be that dire because i know many venues have have managed to just do whatever they need to do to to, to remain afloat but it, it cannot have been easy from everybody i've spoken to um yeah yeah and, are and, you and still it, playing uh, goes, in Toronto? sorry
2: are you still playing shows in Toronto at uh, the moment? Com- coming up I
0: will I will announce uh the first show if all goes well at um Drum Taberna is on March the 23rd, gentle listeners. So if you're in the uh Toronto area, that's on paper what I'm trying to do is trying to bounce back. And so that's exciting. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely looking to the future. I, I got really excited there around like early November of mapping out, um, yeah, you know, a, some live music ideas on my end and how to approach it in different mm-hmm. cities. And then Omicron hit, and I kind of took a pause on that. But I'm feeling very motivated right now to kind of bring that back myself. So yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so you're you're playing hopefully we can share a stage uh sometime soon that would be amazing
2: yeah well what's that venue that you mentioned um that you're playing at? is that a new venue or it is it's
0: it's 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 on it's on it's near the cameron house it's not too far from the cameron house so it's um and it's uh very supportive of of artists and uh it's been it's it it's it's been a real pillar over the last couple of years i know they've opened and closed God knows how many times right so, okay yeah yeah yeah
2: that's good well well yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, hopefully we're seeing some kind of stability. <laughs> stability, yeah, stability that's it
0: that's it that we can build on right I think so yeah. I think we are I, I really believe it um but hey who what what do I know you know
1: yeah
0: um it's yeah. a gut feeling it's a gut feeling, but my gut I, I got a a substantial gut you know <laughs> um yeah, so, uh... so as we as we kind of wrap up, I just want to uh, what would I, I'm interested. I know you you don't call it a career necessarily. You call it a thing that you're doing at the moment, very in the moment. Um, but what would you? What kind of advice would you give to someone to um, who's who's who wants to lead a creative life? Who's in this thing and interested in it? Uh, from what you've gleaned so far in, on your journey?
2: Mm-hmm. I would probably say to just start, you know, like wherever you are mm. or where, where, wherever, like if you're starting a new project or trying to finish a project, or, you know, an idea is like, so just start, <laughs> just start doing it wherever. Where, yeah. And, um, sometimes that's the hardest part for me. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just, uh, just don't think too far and just, uh, yeah, do it. Just do
0: it's it. It's kind of like it's kind of like what you don't know might prevent you from starting, right? So how do you how do yeah. you grapple with that? Is just go with what you know, I
2: guess. <laughs> yeah, just just you know, I don't know. Like uh, sometimes it's a it's a lot of questioning before even starting. That you mm-hmm. know, I I personally have, have dealt with, and it's like, well, why don't I just try? And mm-hmm. then that that leads, usually leads me to something something entirely different. But yeah, but yeah, to just. Um, you know, I don't it's, it's so it's a, it's a it's a big answer. It's a big question. But right. uh, my little answer is to just uh, just start.
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Um, Vicky, you, I really admire what you're up to. I, I wish you um, exponential success with this release that comes out on March the 11th is there anything i um i've i've neglected to ask you that you want to share with our listeners
2: um i don't think so i don't think so i think uh i think it's all there i mean it, you know i mostly mostly it's uh it's uh, the music the album that should uh should talk
0: that's right. That's and not right.
2: Me. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, you've yeah. done you've done a great job of of uh getting behind it and and sharing here this afternoon. Thank so th- you so much. Uh, thank you for for being a part of this. Go to go to keyavil.com to learn more about Vicky's amazing work and I'm very excited about this release that comes out March the 11th. And I hope we'll see you sometime soon in the in the Toronto area or wherever. In person I
2: would would love that.
0: Right on. Well um let's go out. We're gonna play a track. We're gonna play saf. Can you talk a little bit about this or would you rather the music speaks for itself?
2: Mm. Yeah, I think I think I'll uh I'll just let the music speak. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: okay, let me, me ask one one final. I'm gonna bookend this interview with another dumb question. What is what okay. is the what is the significance of SAF? Uh,
2: see, it's gonna be another horrible answer, but <laughs> I think it was just like you know those first titles you put in.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, yes. Untitled
2: yes. version three. Like that's okay, kinda, okay. It, it was probably a typo in there somewhere, and uh, love it. I, I don't. I I cannot. I cannot explain it, I don't know I uh, just' it's something that stuck it's so you cool. know what
0: yes. D- don't don't hurt yourself I love how <laughs> I love how kind of um this has gone i i the thank you Saf it is here it comes now, <laughs> the second single, and yeah, so the whole thing comes out March eleventh Vicky exactly. thank, you so yes. thank you so much, thank
3: you so much, thank you is a The clock. I haven't heard, it's nothing for a while now I haven't heard, it's breathing for a while now All I hear, it's inhaling my own air now Becoming one, one ugly little grass Speck of aching Becoming one, one ugly speck of dreaming becoming one one ugly little grand speck of letting go of what we've been clicking
0: Thank you again, Vicki. That was episode 146 with Kiaville Go to Kiaville.com to uh, check out the new record on March 11th called Crease. Get into it. We're very excited about this and hope to share a stage with you again really soon, uh, Vicki. So next on the podcast, in a couple of weeks, we go to New Orleans. We speak with uh, the great accordionist, Michael Ward Bergman. So stay tuned for that. Subscribe, share the work that we're doing here. Uh, Really excited about what's going on with Industry Tactics. Hope you're enjoying the journey and learning a lot along the way. I'm I'm having a blast. I hope you the same. Okay, so stay safe and um, go to FriendlyRich.com and be in touch if you need to heckle me or say, uh, say something nice. I'd love to hear from you. Bye for now.